Hey everyone, I want to thank you for joining me as we continue walking down the path that leads all through the strange Paradiso. Today is Tuesday, July 4th, 2023, and uh, it's a great day. It's perfect weather, sky is totally clear, it's just the perfect day. Anyhow, um, let's get into this, all right? So um, this is something that makes a lot of sense to me, and um, but it was never presented to me in the way that it was recently, okay? So we know about vibration. We know about harmonics. We know about different tones and how... That, that is even one of the reasons why music, certain music, can affect our moods and even our behavior. I hear people all the time saying that when a certain song comes on and they're writing their Harley or whatever, that they just want to go faster. They call it like writing music and so on. There are these uh, certain songs, just like people when they're at the gym and they listen to certain types of songs and music and it just makes them want to um, go a little further, take it a little further and so on. And it also works opposite. Certain music makes you maybe... um get in a bad mood, become a little angry, adds to your frustration, even adds to fear. So that's why they play a certain type of music for um, spooky movies, horror movies, sci-fi movies, all movies, okay? If you think of music from certain movies and it will automatically remind you of a certain scene, okay, of a movie, there's um, a movie that came out a long time ago. It's called As Good As It Gets. It's with um, Helen Hunt, I believe, and um, Jack Nicholson and Greg Kinnear, okay? It's like, uh, you may call it a corn pony movie, but it's actually one of my favorites. And the music that is played in that movie through certain events in the movie just has this tone to it that makes you feel kind of good, but it also takes you right back to that movie. We have that where we connect music to certain things, certain events, and so on. A lot of this is um, they know what they're doing. Whoever are the people who compose these scores, um, even for the news, okay? Well, let's call it the news for lack of a word I might want to use in public. But anyhow... There was this, um, it's just a few notes that would be played on ABC News right before they were going to talk about the event of 2020, okay? There would, you would hear this music come on. So right away, you knew that that was going to be the subject that was coming right up, the big event, all right? So now they still use that music once in a while. But of course, now it's used for other things. But these other things, 
is usually something about health, about medicine, and things like this. So it's still within the same perimeter, okay? But not only does it affect us, because that's what that music was meant to do. It was meant to be an alert. It was meant to get our attention. So it can be used for many different things, okay? I never thought about whistling. Now, this may sound kind of strange to you from the beginning, but um, it is said by certain people that whistling actually has the ability or actually has been known to invite entities. Now, think about this, all right? Immediately when I heard this, I thought about so many people who have seen what uh, can only be called, perhaps, like Bigfoot. So many of these people say that they hear whistling noises out in the forest before they even may see anything. Some people never see anything at all, but they'll hear a whistling coming like from one side of the forest. And as if it's an answer, then a whistle comes from like the other side of the forest, like from opposite directions. Like it's a form of communication, okay? So then I thought, okay, well, that kind of um, makes sense because I don't know if this is correct or not. I'm not saying I'm correct, but I have been feeling for many years that these things, these Bigfoot creatures or whatever, are here from other dimensions. I don't get the feeling that these creatures are like native, okay? Natives of our dimension that we are in right now. I have felt for a long time that they are actually from somewhere else. Maybe a parallel universe from a, I mean, I, I really don't know. And this started putting some of my beliefs, okay? Some of the puzzles of my beliefs started like making the pieces fit a little bit more. I mean, it's something to think about because I understand this is theory because we don't know for sure, but it is making some sense to me anyways. All right. So the whole whistling thing, inviting entities, one of the reasons is because the whistling is able to pierce through the veil that separates the dimensions. Now, this all depends. It's not just like any whistle has the ability to do this. I guess there are certain sequences that are able to do this, to pierce the veil, to perhaps open a gate. And then I started thinking about certain songs, certain songs that have whistling in them, certain songs that are old, old songs, maybe from the 1800s, maybe before that, that people used to whistle. 
and people still do once in a while to this day. It was also brought to my attention that there are certain cultures who believe this. They believe that if you are out in the forest, in the woods, or I guess anywhere outdoors, and you are whistling, that you are, I don't know the percentage, but you are um, able to open something, okay, a gate, a portal, whatever, to be able to invite entities into your realm. So it's another form of an invitation, whistling. Once again, it's not just any random whistle. There are many things that go into this recipe. So vibration, tone, resonance, frequency, pitch, and probably the, the way that the song or whatever it is you're whistling is put together. So we, a lot of us, okay, many of us know about harmonics and the things that harmonics are able to do. There are many who believe that uh, that's one of the things that built the pyramids, actually, that they were built using harmonics. We know that harmonics is, has the ability to move objects. We know it has the ability to incapacitate people. We know that there are certain frequencies that we cannot hear, that dogs can hear, other animals can hear. So when you start looking at this whole whistling thing, it's just another way that if we decide to look further into this, maybe it would answer some of our questions. So um, I found this very interesting. And the other thing that um, I just want to throw in with this whole uh, theory is that it seems to me that because this uh, certain pitch and whatever else looks like it may have the ability to um, open these gates and invite entities in, I um, have to take this a little further because I feel that because of the energy used in a whistle, a person is using their energy, is using their breath, is using some of the life force within us to create this sound. So that is what gives it the kick, okay? That's what the kicker is in all of this. Because I don't believe that if you went out there somewhere with a recording, say you went out there with a song of uh, someone whistling. I mean, I could be wrong, but I just don't feel that it would have the same effect as a person out there just whistling. Yes, you can say that, but the person who was whistling the recording still was using their energy and their breath. Yes, this is true, but it's a copy. So while I'm not saying it would have no effect at all, I just don't feel that it would have the same effect. 
Maybe, for example, if it was a way to open a door, maybe it would take a little longer. Maybe it would uh, not open all the way. I don't know. I mean, that's just my belief that if I went out there, if I could even whistle, but I can't, and, and started whistling, and uh, somebody played a recording, I just think that my whistle would have more strength, would resonate more with whatever it is that is out there, that's attracted to this. But it's all also, it's all energy. So you've got a lot going on there in just a whistle. Besides the tone, the pitch, the frequency, the, I mean, there's so much more to it. Then you've got the life force used to create the whistle. I mean, think about it, guys. It's something to think about, like I said, because everything that we learn about, we have to put it to the side, write it down, jot it down, whatever it takes, and put it off to the side for maybe future reference. Maybe you'll hear something in the future, and then you'll remember about this. Or maybe as you have been doing research and looking into certain things and it's like, you know, there's something missing here. Well, that's why we save all of these things in notes so that you can look more into these things with more like tools, okay? This is just like another tool that we've got in our toolbox, So that we have these available to us. We have options. Well, let me take a look at this. Because some of us research certain things and uh, this may be helpful. But for whatever reason, okay, this, uh, I just recently heard about this. Just recently, this was presented to me. And then I was like, wait a minute. Very interesting stuff. I mean, really, guys, really. Did you ever think about a whistle or whistling that would have the ability to do anything besides just whistle a tune? So as we go forward, we're going to learn more and more. And that is how in the future, or maybe even right now, we may be able to put two and two together, answer get answers to some of the questions that we have. Okay, so the other thing that I wanted to share with you, I get people who, just like the one time I was telling you guys about, there was this girl at this place that I used to frequent, um, and she was asking me, it was actually in an office, and she was asking me, she said, well, you're religious, right? And then she started asking me this question, and I was thinking, Why does she ask me, just assuming that I'm religious? I don't know where that came from. It's not like we hung out and we knew each other. She was a receptionist at the front desk when I used to go there and I would see her there. So anyway, I get people and I have had people just come out and ask me, "Um, are you a conspiracy theorist? Well, what kind of question is that? 
Okay, that's like asking me how much do I weigh? How old I am? You know, things like that. But anyway, how do you answer a question like that? Because I don't see it as conspiracy theory. To me, that is a term that is pretty nonsensical. It's just like, that doesn't even make sense to me. Conspiracy theorist. I mean, when you really think about it, let's look at the definition of these two words, okay? It's like, mm, no, I would have to say no. I am not a conspiracy theorist. What I am is a person who has the ability to look around at things that don't make sense and be able to perhaps look outside of the narrative and the box that we've been put into or that is attempted to put us into, okay? So um, there are things that are theory, and if they are theory, I admit it, okay? It's theory if you can't prove it. So as much as uh, I would like to say that certain things are not theory, it's because, uh, okay, people would say to me, well, it's not theory to you because you believe in it. Okay, guilty, all right? Some things are not theory to me. But to say conspiracy, no, let's just get that word out of the way. Am I a theorist? Sometimes. Okay, sometimes I'm a theorist, but I admit it. So anyways... um. In in my, uh, whatever you want to call it, in my journey, okay, in my walk through life, I get people asking me this question and I get um, some listeners asking me also about uh, certain things that have happened in the past and do I believe the narrative and so on. Well, I'm going to tell you that most of the major events that have ever taken place um, no, I do not believe the narrative. And um, I'm going to go way out there, guys, okay? And I'm going to say that I do not believe what history books say about Waterloo. I don't believe what they say about the Civil War. I don't believe what they say about the French Revolution. Uh, I don't believe what they say about, you name the event, and I don't believe it, all right? Things have been uh, changed. Things have been watered down. And things have just been all and out lied about, okay? Just lied about. Also, some things have been made up. Some things have been manufactured. I mean, they really happened, but they were manufactured I could go on and on. But anyways, this led to someone who is a um, YouTuber, a podcaster, not only on YouTube, but I guess on Rumble and um, maybe Brighteon. I'm not sure. But that's where it started. What do I think about this person? Okay. I don't like to name names, guys, right? But I'm going to name him. And many of you, depending on what your interests are, will know who this person is. 
And it's, um, I don't know if I can say his name. So I'm going to spell it. Okay. His name is David. Goes by the name sometimes of uh, N-I-N-O. And his last name is Rodriguez. I have been off and on listening to this guy for probably uh, 2020, since 2020 maybe. I don't know this person, but it seems to me that, um, that he is who he says he is. It seems to me that this person was uh, compelled for whatever reason to come around and to reach out with his beliefs and other things. I mean, for a reason. I don't think that he thought about doing this and I knew that this was his destiny back so many years ago. But um, there are people who are raised up to do these things, okay, at certain times. And he even, I mean, this guy tells the truth. He was a boxer, awesome boxer, by the way. I mean, I've seen some of his fights on uh, awesome, this guy, yeah. But anyways, he came out of that lifestyle. And he even tells about he was uh, heavy drinking, he was partying, doing all these things. And you know, he stopped, he stopped it all. It's not easy to do, guys. Um, And it's even more difficult to maintain after being in a certain type of lifestyle. Not easy to do at all, and even more difficult to maintain. And I've known some people who are back and forth. Okay, they slip, they try again, and their just almost entire lives are like that. I've known quite a few people like that. But anyhow, um, I believe that, yeah, that he is being honest. It doesn't mean, because when we're honest and when we're being honest, it doesn't mean that we're necessarily correct in all the things that we say. No, we're just being honest. We're being truthful as much as we can and sharing it with everyone. Just like me, okay? I try to tell you guys, but always, you can fact check me. You can look into it for yourself. I'm just sharing information with you. Doesn't mean I'm correct. And this guy is very humble. And um, he even... I mean, he's so truthful and he tells people, man, sometimes I wish I could just uh, forget all this and just go back to partying and stuff. But this is one of the things that keeps him on the narrow path, all right? Doing what he's doing. And he's putting himself out there. And these days, that is not an easy thing to do. And it can be a dangerous thing to do. You pretty much are putting a target on yourself. So, yeah, I believe that he is uh, the real deal. I like his humor. He's also funny. And um, 
he he is uh, somebody that I would say yes. The stuff he's putting out there, he's doing the best he can. And he always even tells people, you can fact check me on this. He said, don't believe, have, don't believe me, fact check this. Because once again, we don't know for sure. We're putting stuff out there. We're sharing this with you guys. Whatever it is. And then uh, there are some people who go on this show and uh, we may not agree with these people. And then there are people who write to him and email him and say, why did you have that person on your show? That person's a clown. That person is a this and that. And he's like, hey, because everybody deserves a spot. He's not there to censor anyone. He's there to let any, you know, people, he's, he's there serving a purpose to let these people come forward and say what they're going to say doesn't mean he agrees with them doesn't mean that he thinks his audience is going to agree with them but he's giving these people the the platform he has the platform and he's letting these people come on his platform and give their spill which is a fair thing to do because we are not supposed to censor censorship doesn't have a place in a free society. We don't have to agree. So I believe that he's being very fair also, okay? So, yeah, I, I, um, I do listen to him. Not every day, because I've got a lot of people that I listen to, and I'm looking for um, different types of stories and stuff like that. I just can't be all spooky all the time and looking for creepy stuff. So I listen to a few different things, but he's one of them. Yes. And do I believe that he's real? Yes, I do. If you guys haven't heard him and if you like these kind of things, it's like current events. Okay. That's what he is uh, talking about. Current events. You might want to check him out. Okay. You can find him on YouTube and he, he'll tell you the other places that you can find him also when you go and find his channel. But um, he's also so funny. He reminds me like of a person in my family because they're all kind of nutty like that. And he always says this thing about coming to you live from the apocalypse, but you got to hear him say this. I mean, it's, it's good. So um, that is my take on David Nino Rodriguez. Okay. So this next thing is, this is an experience that I actually had. I was going to go in my shack today and talk, but um, we have everything all blocked off because being that it's the 4th of July, we're not sure if there are actually going to be fireworks and stuff like that tonight in the neighborhood. But just in case, I have to block the side of my backyard where my shack is because my dog, my old dog, she goes nuts. I mean, it doesn't matter where she's at. You cannot put her in the house. You can't put her in the garage. You can't put her anywhere. She goes nuts. So we just have to um, block the side of the backyard because last time when they had fireworks coming from the college, my gosh, she jumped the fence. She was back there. She tore so many things up because she gets very scared. And... um so I, I was going out there and I was like, man, I can't get in my shack. It's all blocked off. So 
I don't really like to address things while I'm in the house, like where things have happened. But this happened a long time ago, and I'm just going to go ahead and tell you about this, okay? I mentioned this probably about three years ago. So I'm just going to go ahead because this actually is um, one of those things that I shared with you a couple of weeks ago. Certain things happening. And um, so there was another person also who came and told me about uh, communication. Okay. This is kind of like communication, but kind of not. Anyways, I did this during a time where um, I was actually engaging in things that I shouldn't have been. And I was by myself. I was completely by myself. There was no one else in this house with me at that time. Um, my husband was in Kuwait. So I was here 24-7 alone. Well, I mean, besides when I was at work, okay? So what I did was I just used to work like many weeks. I worked seven days a week because I didn't have anything else to do. I mean, I, I don't have to like clean my house every day because I keep it clean all the time so that, I mean, all I have to do is the, the, you know, sweep and dust the floors and stuff like that. But it's not like someone's going to come over and I have to start putting stuff away and cleaning. No, because it's always ready because my children say that I'm OCD. Okay. But anyways, I was here and um, there's a little area off of the kitchen that is a computer area. When they made these houses, they made these areas where there is already a built-in desk and a built-in all this stuff for your computer area, okay? So I was in there and I was uh, doing something and there was a noise coming out of the top cabinet. You know those cabinets that are up above, like where your stove is and stuff, that it's just a cabinet, but there's really, you can't really put anything in it. It's just there, like, I guess, to hide the pipe from the stove and all this stuff. Well, anyways, I was in there in that computer little area, and I kept hearing this sound up there. And at first, I was like, man, don't tell me that. We have critters up in there because I don't know what I do because I'm here alone. So I got up the nerve like the next day, okay? And I got on that little step stool and I looked and no, there's no, no signs of anything. Okay, fine. And I figure, well, it's windy. Maybe it was because it's so windy here all the darn time and it causes some kind of noise, whatever. Because it, that uh, vent or whatever it is has to go up and out of, the, out of the house somewhere, right? So I figured probably because it was windy. But no, the couple of nights later, I was doing the same thing and I was in that kitchen area and I kept hearing this thing up coming from that same area. And I didn't have time to fool around because I was working that week, seven days a week. So I was like, because it was getting kind of um, louder and more frequent, whatever it was. I can't even describe the sound, kind of like a scratching and maybe like a crackling sound. And I just said out loud, I said, stop. 
because I don't have time for this. I'm working seven days a week. And the sound stopped. And it, I mean, it stopped immediately. And it never happened again. Never. So there was someone else who was telling a story similar to that. And then I figured, well, what was that all about? What was the agenda? Well, that stopped. But certain other things started to accelerate, started to happen more often, okay? And uh, I will talk about that later. I don't want to talk about that right now. But um, there are people who have very similar experiences with something like that that seems kind of benign, okay, and just a one-time thing, but it seems that that was only the beginning because once I acknowledged it, then there were other things that started taking place, different than this, but other things nevertheless, okay? So if, for example, had I not acknowledged that sound, had I not said anything, would it have just stopped anyways? At some point, would it have become worse? What would have happened? But since I did address it, is that what brought on all of the other things or some of the other things that went on afterwards? I mean, it's up for the individual to decide. But I will get into the other experiences later when I'm able to go outside of my shack. Probably Friday, okay? Okay, so um, let me see. This last one that I want to share with you. I don't know when this happened, guys. I don't know if it's recent or if this happened many years ago or whatever. But I heard, I've heard recently that there were some four-foot graves found. Now, in an, it's in another state. It's not in California, but they have been found in another state. And from what I've heard, there are quite a few of them. And they're all like in the same vicinity. They're all in the same area. This particular area had a very high population of uh, Native Americans, okay? The Native Americans told stories about giants. And with the giants, okay, they had a, uh, a lot of giants they would speak about. There were also the little people. Now, these were not little. I mean, if they're four feet, they're not little like Duende, okay? They're not like tiny people. But they say that along with the giants, we're talking about giants. We're talking about these um, men, I don't know, humanoid-looking things that were over eight feet tall. And um, so you have some of those. And you've got these other ones who are four feet. No one can go there in this area. People are not allowed 
to go there. So it's not like anyone can go with any type of ground penetrating radar or whatever it is to see these things. So how this got out is uh, beyond me. I don't know how this um, got out to at least certain people. I don't know how they found out about this. And I don't know, once again, maybe somewhere in the past before they knew for sure that there were four-foot graves there, perhaps people, scientists or researchers were there in that area and they made this discovery and now it's off limits. But someone leaked this out. The area where this has been, these have been found, I guess, is pretty well known. Maybe the people who live around there know about this. Now, I don't want to uh, keep this a secret, but I don't want to put it out there either. Because for one thing, I don't know if that is actually the area. The one that's being said, okay? And I don't want to put some stuff out there and it's just a bunch of hoo-ha and it's not true. But if you are interested in this kind of stuff, it'll be easy to find. And of course, it's very difficult to learn the truth because if it's true, it's going to be said, oh, it's a theory and it's not true. And back in 1900, so-and-so made up a story about this for their children. Or, you know, if it's fake, I mean, how do we know? But when you're, I mean, the four foot, okay, you're going to say to yourself, well, yeah, it's just a short person. It's not a tiny person. But there are quite a few of them. It's not just like a couple of them. From what it says, there are Quite a few of them. Now, I don't know what that means. I don't know if it means 50 or 500 or 20. So, once again, guys, it's just, uh, I'm just presenting this stuff. If you find something interesting, you can take it to the next level. You can say to yourself, well, that sounds kind of interesting. Let me look for this, okay? So, I just bring the stuff out, place it on the table. You guys pick and choose what you want. And if you don't want any of it, well, then we just keep on walking. Because at some point, they, there will be something for each of us that we are interesting in. Inter, I can't even talk now. Interested in something that we just can't get enough of it. And, um, you know, it, it's like a buffet. So, anyways, um, that's all I've got for today. I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of my day. I usually don't have Tuesday off, and I keep thinking today's Monday, so it's like kind of throwing me off a little bit too. But um, anyways, I'm going to thank all of you for joining me. I appreciate each one of you so much. And um, I thank you for taking time out of your day. I try to make things as interesting as I can. I try to talk about different things so that we have a variety of 
stories and um, just other things, even current events and stuff like that. So I just try to make it interesting, guys. Next time we walk and talk, I'm trying to bring some more interesting things. And you know what? I don't work tomorrow either. I'm going to um, try to come on tomorrow. I have a mall shopping trip to go on to tomorrow. And I'm just a shopper. I really want to go to the mall. Anyways, um, I'm going to try to be back tomorrow. Everyone have a wonderful 4th of July. Stay safe. Have a great time. We'll be walking and talking again soon. Ciao.